1: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My name is Alexandra De Palma.
0: My name is Dennis Norris II. My name is Fran Torado. My
2: name is Joseph Osmondson, and, and, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we are Fruit okay. And,
2: and this this People People that. That. So we Food okay. With... so, <laughs> for Thought and this is Wire People Into That. so Food and
0: this is Wire Welcome to part 2 of episode 47 of Wire People Into That, the podcast that don't hurt This month's guest is Sex Adagogo host, Dirty Lola. In part two, Lola describes the surprising shapes that bruises can take. Save the date for June 16th, when I'll be returning to the lesbian sex mafia at the New York LGBTQ Center. If you're in Austin, Texas, I'll be teaching at Camp Ravish the first weekend in June. Follow at Tina Horns Ass on Twitter and Instagram. Visit wirepeopleintothat.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Acast and iTunes. Take a few seconds to write a review and tell your friends about the show. If you listen to Wire People Into That and would like to help me stack some paper, pledge my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash T-I-N-A-H-O-R-N. So... Without further ado, get ready for a rush of endorphins as you tune in to part two of wire people into masochism.
2: Can you uh, talk to me about the bruises? Oh, they're magical things. What's they're- magical about them? Oh, because, you know, most people think of bruises as bad things. As bad things. I love bruises. So there are many things I like about bruises. I like that they are reminders of the fun things that I've done when it Mm -hmm. comes to pain. Mm -hmm. I like their shapes that Mm -hmm. they take that you never know. It's like a surprise. You never know what you're going to get. I like when I get hit with new things seeing what kind of bruises they'll make. Mm. Um, I like the depth of bruises. Mm. Um, I tend to heal quickly, which is like boo That's for convenient. bruises. Oh, okay. It is convenient, oh, but I also get, get somebody super sad eat. about it. Yeah, like, somebody can
0: just hit you again.
2: Right. But I had some delicious bruises on my arms from some bites and they went away way too quickly for me. I kept looking at them every day to see what color they were changing and poking at them. And then I looked and I'm like, oh, they're gone already, um it's just something they're like badges of honor, yeah, and they're so pretty i I just love the colors and i i I don't know it just there's just something about them, and I'm sad when I don't bruise mm. uh like my butt doesn't bruise my boobs bruise any like fleshy like between my thighs bruises really easily my boobs bruise really easily but my ass is like a rock and you have to really 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 hit me like usually if i get hit with metal i'll bruise Mm. i or, or super hard paddle something that's what bruises me but it takes a lot on my butt and then the butt bruises go away so much quicker than anything else and it's sad and i i almost I'd rather the bruise, I like I hate when I'm in pain after a scene mm. and the pain feels good, like you you know getting up and you feel that spot and then realizing that it didn't bruise I hate that, <laughs> It's like if you're gonna hurt, at least have a bruise like you achy spot damn you, damn you <laughs> yeah, they could only be better if they were glittery oh that would be so nice <laughs> they sparkled in the sun <laughs> oh
0: my god I would, yeah. I hope people like invent glitter tattoos. I can't wait to get (sighs) glitter tattoos. That would, yeah. I understand that's not how light works, right? But um, but something, yeah. Come on, we need it. Um, yeah. I also feel that way about bruises. Um, and it's something that can make you feel close to someone if you're not with them anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and. I also think that bruises are a nice embodiment of sadomasochism because it's a a sign that your body has experienced something, but in general, a bruise is not damage. Right. In general, a bruise is not like... Something is—I mean, literally—blood vessels are broken, but blood vessels can take a licking and keep on ticking, right? They—they right? they heal, right? And so it's sort of an embodiment of the fact that erotic play, erotic pain play, can influence your body, but not destroy you.
2: Right. Yes. Yeah. I like that. I like. I. It's just. Yeah. They're mad. I'm gonna keep saying they're they're (laughs) magic. There is. It's. There's. It makes me giddy. Like I get excited when I think bruise is coming in, or when you I leave a scene and already I'm bruising. Yeah. And I think it also for me because I talk about my stuff so much, I look at bruises as icebreakers cute because I tend to be in open spaces where somebody will go oh my god what happened oh let me tell you <laughs> somebody beat the shit out of me consensually and it was amazing and sometimes people are like oh oh and they back away slowly and sometimes it sparks the oh Oh, you're into that? Oh, can you tell me more about it? And I enjoyed that. I'm, I'm again. I like being people's gateway. That's cool to to things. Um, I like that it starts those conversations because I think you get, especially with kink, uh, we all worry about like, are, is somebody gonna think I've been abused? Of course. Well, you know, because I mean, that's abuse what is that, very fucking serious. It is. It's very serious, and it's. I like having that opportunity to kind of clarify. Yeah. That. It's, it wasn't, it's not like, I see you eyeing my bruise. Yeah. This was consensual and it wasn't, or like going to the doctor. I never worry about it. Cause it, I'm like my doctor, this is a great way for me to talk to my doctor about me being kinky. That's awesome. Yeah. It's like, let's give me a bruise before I go to the doctor so we can have this conversation. Cause it's a little bit easier than just going, so, Hey doctor, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> just so you know. Well, you're here. Working hard for all of us. That's amazing. So this ties into what we were talking about before we started Mm -hmm. about getting all dressed up and like shoes and things like that. Now, what relationship could shoes possibly have to pain? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. The wrong shoes or the right shoes Mm. or the right shoes and what they do to our bodies. I—that That is something where I feel like it's that masochist bit in me mm. that i need um it it's better if i'm doing it for somebody else uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> like the getting getting super dressed up or the and putting on the extra high heels and mm. doing all that this thing because i know it'll please somebody but i also know that it's gonna fuck up like my whole everything to be like that all day long or all night long and like when can I get out of this and it's the endurance it's all kind of mixed in there yeah. and we don't think about it that way but it very much is like when you get dressed even putting like your Spanx on oh yeah is an act of masochism
0: no kidding
2: <laughs> or your corset or anything like that when we we all put our bras on well not all of us those of us who wear bras mm. put them on and venture out and at the end of the day, I'm going to say pretty collectively, I think we all make that same noise. Oh, yeah. The, the sigh of relief. The ah, every day. And every day, what do we do? We put it right back on and we go out into the world. Okay. So, hair pulling. Hair
0: pulling. Uh, you know, I'm a big proponent of the like base of the head mm-hmm. hair pull. It like, it, it, it makes it combines the pain with like the sensuality of like the sensitivity of the back of your mm-hmm. neck. Um, you know, Oh, face slapping. Yes. Always highly emotionally charged. Mm-hmm. Also now, I'm now I'm just going into like education mode. <laughs> um, always make sure when you are doing face slapping that you check in with someone and maybe even have a conversation yes. before the heat of the moment. Um, and also like, it's always a good idea to put your hand on the other person's cheek than the one that you're slapping to absorb the blow so that they don't get
2: whiplash. Oh my goodness.
0: It's a lot of very delicate stuff going on in the face. Some Mm -hmm. people use it to make their living. So yeah. Right. But face slapping also in in its intensity and and it really honestly like doesn't even need to physically hurt that bad to bring up feelings of humiliation. Oh yeah. I mean, that's why it's the like classic thing, you know, drama queen reality real housewives of everybody slap chinatown my daughter my sister you know they're just like the face slapping um and you know it's it's something that even if you don't have as much physical strength you can slap someone in the face and really like
2: hurt them deeply Mm -hmm. oh Um, yeah but also emotionally like Dig right. in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even when I know that I like I've i I've said like I'm okay with slapping, that there's always like that moment where like it you'll cat I'll be like, Oh my God. Like yeah. I, I I've gave permission for this and I'm cool with it and I like it. But no matter what I usually those first couple slaps like it's jarring and it's very like I almost want to cry. And I'm like, of what? course,
0: what did I do wrong? But <laughs> and I, and I do have to say it actually. I mean, it's such a mind fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Because because um, thinking about. Like, basically everything that we're talking about right now, I'm, like, fantasizing about it as we're talking about it. and Or, like, fantasizing about, like, what kind of person do I want to do that to me? Or, like, what was the best time that was ever done to mm-hmm. me? And, like, fantasizing about somebody slapping me in the face actually feels really connected to what you were saying before about wanting to take something because you know that it's something that somebody wants to do. Right. If somebody gets off slapping you in the face... That's not just some vague desire. Right. That's an intense desire and not everybody is going to give you that. Right. So I have to say I get off on being like, yes, slap my face because I like experiencing the that person's satisfaction that they get to do this thing. And also... Right. Going back to the test of endurance thing, I like being like, "Yeah, I'm the fucking toughest, baddest bitch. I'm the one like you could slap me in the face. Is that all you got? <laughs> that yeah, that turns me on. Yeah.
2: yeah. So anyway, I did
0: that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what uh, what you know? Okay, so choking. I don't choking i guess is sadomasochistic but it's it's like its own category it's yeah. like kind of because the idea isn't
2: really about pain no it's about control right i guess that also ties into a little bit like breath play yeah like exactly do, and that is about control or and i mean sometimes causing fear which in its own yes. way is is like connected a to pain pain right and can be this it's a discomfort it's
0: distressing right Right. so
2: like in
0: but it also the fight or flight response right right? the like sympathetic nervous response of fear and also like what often happens from pain uh, is very similar physiologically to arousal right Right. like quickened heart like quickened pulse heightened heart rate uh, like adrenaline sweat You know
2: perspiration uh it's very much so
0: intensity right because you like focus because you have to when you have that kind of involuntary nervous response it's about either like tuning in or tuning out right right like like your body is like whoa 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 we really need to concentrate because we need to like run away from this bear right you know (laughs) It's Masturbation May at the Pleasure Chest. Join the email list at pleasurechest.com to get info about fun Masturbation May giveaways as well as updates on free sex ed programming. For example, there's masturbation-themed classes happening at all three Pleasure Chest stores across the country on Wednesday, May 17th. In Los Angeles, L. Chase is teaching Mutual Masturbation, Give Yourself a Hand. In Chicago, Tanya is presenting The Ultimate O, Self-Loving Edition. I think you all know what O stands for. And still on that same day in New York City, Greer will teach you how to expand your orgasm through solo play. Since 1971, the Pleasure Chest has firmly believed that everyone has a fundamental right to pursue sexual fulfillment. They support their community's sexual growth and exploration by pioneering a sex-positive culture with an emphasis on education, enjoyment, and inclusivity. So, how will you celebrate self-love this masturbation May? Maybe the Pleasure Chest can give you
1: a hand.
2: I don't even know if I can say I have a kidnapping fetish because I haven't been kidnapped yet, but I would like to be consensually uh, kidnapped, but but I can't role play kidnapping. I've done it. It doesn't do, I need it to be like a surprise job. Like I've given a few Mm. people blanket consent to make it happen. I don't, because I don't want to know because I want that, I want fear and adrenaline in that Way and then the other things that'll come part as part of, like, you know, because I'm kidnapped and oh no, what will you do to me? But (laughs) like, mm. there's all kinds of reasons to kidnap someone, right? So, but I've given that, and then I tried doing like kidnapping role play, and it was because I knew it was, and I'm like, it's not working. (laughs) I was so disappointed. Interesting, I wasn't afraid and because it wasn't real enough. Like, I need it, I need it to be real. So, you have like intense kidnapping fantasies, I do, and I've given like. I have people that I'm like I know you do this (laughs)
0: yeah oh people do so make this people stage them yeah
2: yeah and I know they do so I was like listen I'm I would like this let's I want to talk to you about this because I need this to happen but I don't want to know details because I really don't I would like there to be like some moments where I really don't know what the fuck is going on and that sound that sounds dangerous I know everybody there are people out there like what is wrong with you but yeah I am that kind no, of... No, I think there's just as many people listening like, that are like, yes. yes. Or I could yes. do that for her. Right. I could totally. But don't just do it. Like, I it needs to be consensual. Of not, course. I'm not giving blanket consent to everybody listening. <laughs> don't just pop up a shag and try to, like, drag me because I will fight you. That was the That's the other thing is, like, I, I kind of like the fight or flight and I'm a fighter. Nice. So it's like that knowing that I am going to fight... If I don't know, if like, if I know we're just playing around, I, I'm not going to. I recently um, had a um, uh,
0: an experience where I was, uh, le- let me just summarize and say that I was um, put under at the hospital for medical reasons. Um, and even when I was um, unconscious, apparently I was very combative, oh, no. which I'm very proud of. <laughs> You're like, I was fighting even. I, like, woke up and they were like, well, you might be a little sore tomorrow because... <laughs> really uh put up a fight i'm like yep you're goddamn right i (laughs) did anyway (laughs) anyway tmi so um so
2: um do you want to talk about tit torture oh my god how do you feel about it i i feel like it's a thing that happens a lot to me because i have such big boobs and they're like squishy and wonderful Mm. um i don't i don't feel adversely to them i think i've I think I realized that so in the beginning I I didn't have feeling in my my boobs my nipples Mm. for the longest time I had like some trauma in my childhood that Mm. as an adult equaled me not feeling parts of my body and actually kink was something that helped me regain that that's amazing it's amazing and it's wonderful and like I am all about folks who at all are exploring kink as a way to process trauma like hell yeah yeah Hell yeah. Um, But now they're so sensitive that, because back in the day, it was more of a like, to get that amount of pain to where my brain was like registering as pain, but also registering it as pleasure Mm. would be so intense that I could take a lot more. But now because... Everything is kind of back to, like, well, let's not say normal, but now I register, like, pleasure and pain and everything. So now it's, I'm kind of, I'll, I give up a little bit easier when it comes to my boobs. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, (laughs) wait a minute. Yellow, yellow, yellow. So is this, like,
0: um, like, groping or, like, like, smacking of the tits or, like, like, breast bondage, which is a kind of bondage that can often be very, um... Uh, more than other kinds of bondage can, like, produce, like, intense sensation. sensations.
2: I like... So, things that are harder for me to take are, like, hard, hard groping, mm. um, slapping. Those are things that kind of... you. I need to work up mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if I haven't been worked up to it, it's a little bit like, oh! Yeah. Um, but I do, like nipple, like, uh, like clamps, clamps and, and rubber band things like that. Clothespins. Things, right. Because it's a thing that kind of ramps up and... Yeah how much it starts to hurt yeah that i enjoy and can take a little bit more even though
0: like when the clamps come
2: off it's so fucking intense it is and then the thing i actually i had a really long scene i did like a photo shoot and it was actually like a scene being photographed and mm. we did a whole thing cool and that my nipples got so worked over because there was a lot of like I, there was breast bondage plus clamps plus like all these uh like putting clamps on pins, like to make it tighter and then taking them off. And then it was like, Oh, Oh freedom. And then putting them back on like 10 minutes later. Right. And so at, by the end of it, like I just, I was in tears because it was, they were so sore and then like sore nipples plus clamps and things. And there was this, this moment of like, I'm whining and I'm like, just, "Ah," and it was like, Oh, you're whining. Oh. And then I got, clips put on my lips that's what and, you, oh yeah to keep my mouth shut and to not have them pop off and but at the end afterwards i just i realized like this was like amazing <laughs> but in it i'm just like i would like this to stop but my brain there's this part of your brain that's like just say fucking no <laughs> like say red they'll stop and the other side of your brain is like you say something i'm going to be so angry with you <laughs> Don't you dare. Well, Don't that you is, dare I mean, tap that, out. I mean it you know, uh it, that is an interesting
0: part of what it means to be a consenting adult, right? Yeah. Because it because consent seems so simple. Why mm-hmm. the fuck can't anybody figure it out? Why can't collectively we figure it out? Right. But part of the reason that we can't seem to all figure it out. Is that the truth, we all know it, mm-hmm. is that there are all kinds of
2: warring sides to us. It's like the angel and the devil on your shoulder. It really it Like those cartoons when Ooh, I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But it really is that. There are like those different sides of your brain that are like talking to each other or fighting with each other yeah. because it's that common sense that... If you're in pain and it's hurting you should stop and then there's this primal want and need to take it and to not say stop and that animal that animal part of us that's just mm. like oh like yeah and they argue with one another because it's complex well and that argument
0: creates a tension that is part of the excitement yeah yeah um, I guess that's what I'm getting at is that I feel like part of being a consenting adult is that you understand that you are the master or mistress of your own domain, Mm -hmm. that you are ultimately in charge of this angel and this devil or the person saying no. And the person saying, let's go to Mm -hmm. paraphrase Christina. Right. (laughs) Um, that that you that you you like that that you are um, that you, that you understand consequence, mm-hmm. and that some things are worth doing. And this goes back to the marathon allegory. Mm-hmm. This goes back to the idea of tests of endurance. That some things are worth experiencing for the feeling that you are going to have afterwards. That feeling right. of pride at what you endured the satisfaction of having the bruise the intimacy and connection that you have cultivated with your partner or partners or the group of people that are doing things to you which you're blindfolded and you have no idea where you are because they (laughs) kidnapped you consensually
2: yeah yeah or just even the fact of like I was saying before about having that Picking, like I consciously have chosen a partner I trust implicitly yeah, and who's gotten to know me as my masochist body and what I like to the point where he knows, he can see that that wince wasn't a wince of joy, that I'm maybe moving in a way and I'm maybe like getting a little too whimpery and it's helping to know that I have backup because yeah. I do have a problem stopping when yeah. I am in pain. Cause I don't, sometimes the animal is getting too far. And yeah. it's also that this is, goes back to like the sadist of like, I'm enjoying hurting you, but if I'm really hurting you, right. If I'm harming you, I don't want to harm you. And that's not going to feel good. So also having like that pull and give and take with somebody. But you
0: also as a masochist want a sadist who can really dish it out. Yes. You, yeah. you know, there's nothing, I mean, I don't want to say there's nothing worse, but, you know, it's it's also very frustrating. You don't want to, did I hurt you? Should I stop? Please yeah, don't exactly. say that Wait, is this degrading? <laughs> is this thing that I like bad for you? You know, this thing that you asked for, is this bad? <clears throat> you know, is that okay? Is that yeah. okay? Is that okay? You know, like, you know, there's a reason that, you know, certain fantasies of domination are very popular even among people who don't know as much as we do or have as much experience or community connection as we do to bdsm like there's a reason that those ideas are popular you know people want to be ravaged
2: they do you know and i mean even when he is being like i i think i described it he might sound a little like oh honey there was no oh honey it Mm. was bitch what's wrong yeah and (laughs) i'm just gonna stop you want to put your panties on and go the fuck home oh tell me Okay, it hurts. I'll stop. Get on your knees and suck my dick. Like, it wasn't a soft moment. There wasn't a... We weren't having a snuggle bug moment. I And I'm smiling around his dick because there was this... At no point did he made me feel make me feel weak. At no point did he make me feel like I was being coddled. And there was like, I'll stop doing this, but you're not done. And that is like the art of... Taking care of somebody, taking care of yourself and not breaking the moment, which is just fucking magic when it happens, because I think that's what we all struggle with is I don't want to blow the moment and we get that so much when it comes to consent. People are so like, consent's not sexy and I don't want to blow the moment. And I'm like, then you're not doing it right because you can, I mean, the first time he pushed me up against the wall in an elevator, he didn't know if I liked it. And so he just kept walking closer and closer to me while he talked to me in a really low growling voice of, do you enjoy being slammed against the walls of elevators and he was just coming at me like a shark and he wasn't touching me and he hadn't done anything and I'm uh, uh, yes bam and he waited but it was a baited moment of like had I said no I'm sure he would have smoothed into something else that would have been equally sexy but that moment that moment didn't feel like oh wait so wait how do you feel about elevator walls and being slammed into but them? but the but
0: actually <laughs> but that actually is implicit in yeah. in him taking his time mm-hmm. anyway do, this <gasps> listen thank you for that <laughs> you know sometimes there are moments when I, when when people are on my couch and they're going off and i'm just like looking at looking at them and i'm like yes my microphone is in your hand and we are getting this on tape this is so magnificent so thank you for that that's
2: very profound yeah and really hot it is it's really hot and yeah it's i feel like you, you learn so much from doing these things like masochism is i've learned so many lessons about yeah. myself and and cool. so many other parts of my life too like oh yeah when things start feeling really hard like with work or like the world is too much and i'm like no bitch you can take this oh my god somebody exactly. beat you with a bike chain exactly,
1: exactly. you can exactly. Do
0: this. exactly yeah i mean it, thank you for saying that i feel exactly the same way for me ultimately sadomasochism is a chance to practice and subvert all the pain of the world yeah yeah and then and you know and then you you see it coming you are ready to have grace Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of like when you like i don't know if you've ever had this experience but like i like once was um like on a uh a hike with some friends and we like stopped for a while and like one of my friends like climbed a tree and um she's like a very good tree climber but then for some reason I don't remember she like fell as she like started to feel herself falling mm-hmm. and um it wasn't that far but she like started to feel herself falling and she like yelled out at us and my other friend went and like kind of broke her fall a little bit but also like she knew it the, just this one experience has really stuck in my mind is the time that somebody like knew that she was about to fall and like had enough like grace and experience that she knew to just kind of like let her body go mm-hmm. a little bit and she was like a little bit um uh you know like scratched and bruised up but she she didn't break anything right and like part you know it's you if you're if you're able to like breathe or not panic and tense up and like uh and like fall with grace like it actually can like save you from being destroyed yeah yeah and it's true emotionally as well mm-hmm. right like it, you know you could see power trips coming and you're like no 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 right. no no uh, this is this. a game to me right like yeah. you think you think that you can like do
2: this real thing like i like it's like you think i see the man me. behind the
0: curtain right right,
2: right. or like we If I found recently like with breakups and people doing Mm. and I I don't feel as traumatized as I used to totally I feel like not that I don't feel a little bit dinged up afterwards and like a little bit tender but like I used to feel like oh man I am I've been demolished and as I've grown into like my masochist self and like how much I can take and stuff it's more like okay bitch you learned a lesson yes Suck my dick. No, like, it's like, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, yeah. you learned a lesson, get the fuck up, yeah. tread a little lighter Yeah, next time, take yeah. a little more time, do what you need to do, but it's, right, I'm not you demolished, I'm not, yeah. yeah, and knowing that, and knowing that, and that's, no, like, and
0: also knowing it in your body. Right. Right. You know, you, like, really, you have a deep, like, body memory of mm-hmm. having, uh, you know, in a, in a controlled setting with someone that you trust right when you're also building intimacy where there also might be other kinds of pleasure involved like wrapped up in the pain right
2: yeah yeah
0: totally thank you for speaking on that that is like that's something that means a lot to me I I feel you
1: yeah
0: um I've spoken about this before, but I fucking hate nipple clamps on me. I love torturing other people's nipples. Right. I mean, if somebody likes to be tortured in most ways, then that brings out the sadist in me. Cause the, like the, mm. like the well, that like the, the inverse is true of what you were saying about right. like enjoying, um, sort of, uh, like bottoming from the top, <laughs> like, right. like, or like, like service sadism. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, um, yeah, I love torturing people's nipples. I love like
2: stretching them. Uh, you know, like... do you think you love it so much because you hate it so much?
0: No, I, I, I mean maybe. I guess so. Like
2: for you, it translates into you knowing how much it hurt. Like it actually is. Yeah.
0: Like but I know that it feels different to other mm. people than it feels to me because like, like if I'm spanking someone, then it's all about like, Ooh, like what's your experience of this thing that right. I know exactly like what I like about it and blah, 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 blah. Cause like what somebody, even if I'm giving somebody exactly the spanking that I would want, that doesn't mean that they're experiencing in the same right. way. Cause people are different. Right. But when it comes to nipple pain, Um, I think that I, I'm fascinated by observing and experiencing somebody enjoying a pain that I hate so much, which by the way is like, you know, a joke I've told a million times is like the first time that I ever had like nipple clamps, like on my nipples for 20 minutes and then taken off, which if anyone has ever had this experience, what happens is the circulation Get, you know mm-hmm. the, the circulation gets cut off by the clamp right and then you take the clamp off and the blood rushes back into your nipple and it's i know <laughs> i've used the word excruciating a few times but it's a I, I just i can i like fell to my knees and it was like is this what people who aren't masochists about anything think that the erotic pain that i like like because Mm -hmm. I literally was like what the fuck is wrong with you like why would anybody do this I obviously understand that people are different but my visceral reaction was like this is inhumane you know as opposed to all the other depraved shit that I'm like really into so yeah so everybody's different and just because somebody likes one thing doesn't mean that they like another thing it's very true and who knows maybe I'll wake up one day and be like Nipple pain all the way, but Maybe I don't. Not. I don't think so. No, I do love um, like groping breast torture, though. I love like. That,
2: I yeah. like it. It's. I think also. It, I, we have very different sized breasts. We do. Mine are like. More than handfuls. Mm. I think that's also why I kind of like it because I always feel like somebody's trying to like put all of my boob in the, like, one hand and I'm like you're not gonna do that. What are you doing? Yeah, like, I've definitely to tried it to. In half.
0: I've definitely tried to fit some tits in in my mouth, but you know, it's
2: like one of those lovely like yeah. impossible tasks. You're like you're smothering like, me. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. Me but in smothering. the best way. Uh, yeah, like I like the gropey. I like it. I. Oh, I can take my pain so much more when there's like this closeness mm. and not n- like so being someone coming up behind me and body pressed against mine Oof. versus like a frontal yeah groping like going at it but it's it's like my brain is basking in like this other piece of joy yeah and it almost dulls the pain in a way that i like, or like or hi- or it's it different drugs boring with each other within your totally. body i think that's totally. what it is too because totally. you're just so uh, well, so wait question yeah do you like sex with your pain yes so i don't like i could wear clamps and be fucked or have like something happening um even like maybe more thuddy spanks or groping during sex but if it's sharp Like it takes me out of my head because I'm in a different head for sex than I am for pain and I find that like I'll be really getting into like almost orgasm territory and somebody will give me like a hard crack across the ass and I'm just like well fuck it (laughs) fucked that up if your aim was to make me not come well you did it mister (laughs) which could be part of it which could be part of it which you know but that yeah that I like the pain i like i love sex like right after a heavy scene
0: yeah i guess that's my preference too although i think it is connected to um if that if somebody's doing it like willy-nilly because they're trying to like throw everything in right not so much (laughs) but if, if if i know that somebody is like as they're like Getting into fucking me, if they're like right. really into like doing X Y Z,
2: then yeah, then, then then I'm into that. Or like you couldn't take it anymore because like hurting me was just so hot for you that you just gotta like put your your cock in me, like let's do it, okay? I'm there for that. I also like I think this is where like different kinds. So like I like choking and breath breath, breath, breath play during sex as mm. a, as a part of sex. Yeah. Versus like without it, it kind of feels like what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing this Well, right you know now? and
0: and to to answer your question in another way, I am so fond of sadomasochistic scenes that don't involve sex and are with people that I actually am not even that interested in having sex with. Mm. Um it's like a complete like sex uh, like a, it's like a complete erotic act unto itself right and and to me it's like a great like a sadomasochistic scene whether it's a spanking or um or uh, some other kind of impact play or piercing or um uh i i actually like uh once got this incredible like i got like double teamed by two like licensed massage therapists who are also kinky and it was in a kinky space. So it was like mm. very explicitly like not a professional session. Um And they just like knew exactly how to dig into my entire body, oh. which I, I mean, honestly, if I could get that done like once a week, I don't even, I don't even know. I would, I love, I love truly, truly loved that. And by the way, it was in, um, I, like an outdoor play weekend space that I could literally scream as if I was being murdered and oh. everyone was like, oh, you know, <gasps> it's like it was like a place where like scream like, you know, like, psychotic oh, screams yay. echoed everywhere, right. you know, yeah. um, and um, and afterwards they were like, do you want to fuck? And I was like, it's not that I'm not a- attracted to you, but I just like that was its own. Thing. thing,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I've left plenty of, um, like scenes and things without having had sex, or you know, yeah. actually, usually the person I play with, um, we don't usually like have like penetrative sex. It m- there might be like a Hitachi involved, mm. yeah. and sometimes I don't orgasm, but I like go home super super satisfied and yeah. like yeah, I need a nap. Oh yeah, <laughs> or I'm gonna like take a shower and go to bed, yeah, because it's. It is its own thing unto itself a lot, a lot of times it's, it can stand alone, but also
0: sometimes it goes
2: good with some fucking, yeah. Especially if it's like the right kind of scene, it's just feeding into it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I think when I do my kidnapping, I'm going to ask for fucking great. (laughs) I can't, I can't
0: wait. Will you come back and tell us all about it? I will. I will. Um, don't do that show with anybody. I promise I won't. Lola, it's been really, it's been the opposite of painful talking (laughs) to you about pain. It's been really nice.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Do you have any advice for people who are curious about exploring their masochistic side and don't know where to start? Ooh. Start by hurting yourself.
2: Don't harm yourself.
0: But yeah. I think this is a very, I mean, it's just semantics, but I think it's an important concept to understand what is the difference between like hurting and, hurting and harming, yeah. harming being like, just like destroying or causing. damaging or yes, anything exactly. that might
2: send you to the hospital. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I still do it. I'll, especially when I get a new toy, I'll walk around the house smacking myself with it, smacking oh. my thighs or it's kind of getting a feel for how you like to get hit. I look at it as like pain. It's masochist masturbation. Yes, because you know you you're learning what you like and um, and being finding someone you can explore with, mm-hmm. your nose, being maybe's because you can always take a couple licks of a new toy or something uh, somebody wants to try as long as you trust them that they yeah. know what they're doing. Um, I've been partial to going to those big kink like events where they have like a dungeon where people have like their kits of things or they'll have like their toys laid out and they're looking for people to bottom. Mm. And it's great because there's like a dungeon monitor or multiples who will you know they've checked their kit or whatever is going on. They'll usually come over and talk before you start to and make sure. And you can sure. even go if you have a partner or a trusted friend. Right. You
0: can go and, like, go up to, to somebody who is, like, an experienced sadist or an experienced top and say, you know, I would like to try, you know, we didn't even talk about, like, electrical play right. or, Any you know, or piercing or vlogging or any number of things and as we've talked about like it can be purely for the the pleasure of exploring um and 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 having that experience with somebody uh somebody who is experienced for the first time and they can you know so many people are really Ha- couldn't be happier than to like than then if they get to tra- oh, like there there's there are so many people who love to teach and are just happy as a clam people's you as know. cherries yeah or that
2: first time and and or like spreading the gospel you yeah. know yeah and that was something i think i hesitated at first because i was like oh these are strangers but when i finally realized like it's not I might not know them but usually especially if somebody is on the up and up they're talking to you about everything the first time I did needle play was with a stranger and it was He spent, like, so much time explaining, like, needle gauges and what they might feel like and everything in his kit. And then, you know, the dungeon monitor came over because there's blood play happening. Mm. So they definitely check everything in that. Like, the needles are sealed that he's using and, you know, that he had all kinds of the safety things that he'd need and that I understood what I was getting into. And then, you know, it was amazing. Yeah. this is one of those times when you don't mind somebody checking in on you, especially if you haven't ex- ex- uh, experienced it before. Um, you know, you don't have to have everything be so super sexy, especially when you're trying things out and you kind of want somebody to ask you, like, Are you okay? Can do you want to keep going? Because you may not know when to say no, or yeah. you may not be in that place yet, or you may be have talked yourself into like I'm going to try this. Yeah. and I'm not going to like back down. So, um pe- Yeah, it's that it's that balance between
0: um, like being able to like surrender to a certain degree but right. also keep your um, bearings. And honestly, that is a skill that like having you, you know, we've we've talked mm-hmm. about this, having that sense in yourself is is part of how you're going to like Become the the player that you want to be you know,
2: and don't worry about I mean You change and you grow and whoever you are when you start exploring it's okay To be that person so if you are super cautious and hesitant go with that, you know until you gain more experience You're not going to want to leap into some of the things like someone like Myself would leap into because you haven't learned what you need to learn yet And it's not something I always tell people the best way to get into things is to fuck up yeah you know you got to mess up a little bit you got to kind of make that stumble before you figure stuff out for yourself because i can tell you how things feel for me and what i love and what i enjoy and the things that make me you know fill me with glee and that may not translate at all to you so it's don't compare your experiences to other people's um, you know, use it as like a hmm. Would I want to do that? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Um, totally. Or I heard about that. That may maybe that sounds good. Maybe it doesn't sound good. Yeah. But trust yourself and yeah. um, you you know, use caution and care, especially in the beginning. But I'm a big yeah. I'm a big fan of go buy yourself a paddle and, and if you can't find somebody to hit you with it right away, hit yourself. <laughs> Try it out. Try it out. Or, awesome. or or a spatula or a wooden spoon.
0: And and when you and when you do ask someone, you know, you might ask someone for the first time to let's say paddle you mm-hmm. um who is an experienced sadist, an experienced top, um, you know, maybe more experienced than you, um, uh, but it also might be your partner who Great. Like doesn't necessarily know if they if they like it or not, mm-hmm. and, or doesn't necessarily have an experience. And um, you know, in either case, I think being compassionate with yourself and open minded, and remembering that we call it playing for a reason. Exactly. You know, even when it is stern, strict, disciplinarian, domineering scene. Like ultimately, there is a sense of exploration and adventure and playfulness to it bdsm fundamentally is not abuse bdsm involves consent these things are complex but if it's something that you're curious about then for the same reason that you explored sexuality for the first time when you were curious and you knew that there were lots of dangers and mistakes to be made uh, mm-hmm. you and you did it anyway and you lived and you learned, like, that's what I advise about right. exploring BDSM as well.
2: And keep in mind that people aren't infallible. That's true. Even, like, the most experienced person can, can fuck up. That's true. It can happen. And so it's keeping in mind and not putting... You know, you can trust someone but still be cautious. And you can mm. put trust in, like, a situation and still, you know, mind your P's and Q's. And I think part of that is... Doing your own homework. And there's so many great books out there. On- Can you recommend any? Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, so where do I go? I like the ultimate. I always call the ultimate guide to kink. Because I just think so that's So great. Edited by Tristan Taramino. Yes. It's just a great. Like a little bit of everything. There's also like there's like techniques,
0: but there's also a little bit of the
2: anecdotal and like the the why, you know, for fans
0: of this podcast, the sort of like why are people into that? And there's Mm -hmm. so yeah, there's so many different
2: different things. And I like that it gives you a little taste Mm -hmm. of things. Yeah, and I like playing well with others. Oh yeah, Melina Williams. Oh yeah, and 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 Uh, lee Lee harrington Harrington. yes and i like that one because if you are super new that is a great recommendation it teaches you terms it teaches you like they have a whole glossary of terms and Mm. i love that because that you can take to like another book totally (laughs) and like use it like if you're like wait i don't remember what that is let me find it here and highlight and i like that they touch on everything from like the acts but also just like etiquette and dress and things that can cause anxiety, um, around play. Cause like, you know, the worst thing is you're, you're going somewhere cause you want to seek out someone to play with to possibly try, you know, these things that you've been reading about with. And then you have all this anxiety about what you're wearing or how you look or not knowing how to ask or not knowing, you know, who it's okay to ask they even cover that like they totally cover like maybe some relationship hierarchies or what might be okay and things to look out for and awesome. I, I think it's just those are two that I always talk about because they're so they give such good baselines for i folks. i also
0: uh always like to recommend the anthology macho sluts by pat galifia because no, have you read macho I sluts have not. well it's erotica um and it's very well written and it's Really kinky and really dirty and really fucking gay. That's and awesome. Um so and yeah, so I also like to send people that good way.
2: erotica that has like real factual yeah. BDSM unlike some books. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we yes. Yeah. No, exactly. Right. Yeah.
0: Any any BDSM erotica will and porn, you know, will mm-hmm. will help you to explore fantasies and be good conversation starters. Right for you and your partner to figure out what you like together yes exactly dirty lola you really live up to your name <laughs> thank you so much for talking about one of my favorite subjects with me i had such a good time um where can
2: where can humans find you on the interwebs on the interwebs you can find me on twitter at dirty lola um you can find me at. Sexedagogo. more about Sexedagogo at 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 sexedagogo.com. those are like the two major major places that's where i'm usually residing fantastic well if you're in new york or you're ever in new york check out Sexedagogo, um and um you can come see me at shag if you like feel so inclined i'm always up for answering questions
1: awesome